How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another great episode of What Do You Know About Anything? It is a lovely Wednesday night, but it'll be a lovely, even lovelier Thursday afternoon here in Wichita, Kansas. In studio, we have a very good friend of mine. He is a one of my very first friends I made in Wichita since I moved here. Um, he is a comedian friend of mine. He is the hilarious, the funny, the now a little bit racist, <laughs> the now a little dirty. Damn it. He is a good friend of mine and my arch nemesis that we will talk about here shortly he is the one the only the shane lahari hey, thanks up, for having brother? me yeah. man we've been this has been anticipated for a long time <laughs> yeah um and i say arch nemesis and the, some of the people listening to this will like get it right away and they'll laugh and they'll giggle about this but we have also mentioned a few times in prior episodes and i've talked to you and i've always said well we'll have them on and i'll explain and so that's why it's kind of been anticipated but yeah, I've been waiting. Let's, yeah. let's talk about this narch, narch, arch nemesis controversy. Let's get your part before I start. I've just been introducing you as a joke, as a joke, but like a, yeah, like like I think like we we got into like some thing like at the, I think I said like one of your jokes I didn't think was like that good and you need to work on it or something mm-hmm. like that somebody else, and then like I think like it got back to you as like I like you as a whole was not not funny. yeah I, I really do think you're funny, but like I thought like um, but like I think it just got back to you as like your whole stand-up bit is not funny but i was like oh yeah i was just like this one joke needs to be worked on a little bit and i think like it just got back to you weird yeah it's a lot of he yeah. said she said and that's yeah. what i think that's what it was at yeah. first it was someone told me was like she doesn't think you're funny and i was like she can eat a yeah. dick and because of that because of the guy that i am and because of my background i took it offensively and i for some reason believed them and didn't go directly to the source so because of that i was always like oh fuck shane and then i realized like i'm a fucking i'm a little kid about this and then we you know squashed it and then and then now we just that's what that's our thing because i think we're both so young yeah and we're both like obviously you started first but we're both (laughs) young but we're both like on the same path yeah and it's like it's just there's so much, so much similarities where yeah. that sooner or later something was going to happen. Yeah. And I'm glad it was already out of the way. But it was funny too how of course this happened, right? We're all kind of on the same path and it led to the qualifying. Yeah. And it was <laughs> it was the final spot for the three for three qualifying spots to go yeah. to the finals. And it was a tiebreaker. And they said you. And I was like, yeah, rightfully so. And then there's another dude named Eric. And they're like, and Eric, and I, as soon as they said that, I rolled my eyes and I was already literally yeah. walking off stage. Okay. Me and him have some beef anyway. Eric Riker, we have some beef anyway because, like, I worked with him for six months and now we kind of, like, don't like each other. Mm-hmm. And then, like, last year during the qualifying rounds, we had a tie. Me and him had a tiebreaker. Yeah. The same way like, we did. But, like, yeah. So. And then. Yeah, and then they're like Eric's eyes, and I was like, yeah. "What the fuck?" I even like, I was like, "What?" I was so shocked. And Kiwan, uh, alumni of the show, was sitting almost front row, and he's like, he looked, and he's like, "Yeah, man." And then they we did like the you know the the sudden death or whatever, and then I ended up yeah. moving on from that. But it was just so crazy because everybody was like, "Of course, of course, this yeah, is it how had to be that it had to be." Because like he said my name first, and I was like, "Okay, I got it." Who's my challenger? Like it's fucking Mortal Kombat or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was just like, okay, like I got this. Who am I taking on? And he's like, Eric Zayas. I was like, fuck. That was just crazy. <laughs> it was yeah. crazy how like, of course, of yeah. course. And then talking with uh, fucking Derek, you know, he he was like, dude, it had they have had it had to be that it had to be that. But now it was literally anybody's game. Yeah. And even that next week, it was anybody's game. Yeah. But um. Uh, I asked this to all the comedians that are on. What 
why why did you choose comedy? What made you be like this is what I want to do? Like I've always been like a huge stand up fan. Like like because like my mom like I, I was telling you earlier off mic like like my mom was like really like and still is like really religious and stuff like that. So like she didn't like us watching a lot of stuff. So I I, I would go like watch stand up in secret. Like the only comic she really wanted us to watch was like Gabriel Iglesias and like Jim Gaffigan and. Uh, yeah. For some reason, Ralphie May and Ralphie May is like dirty as shit, yeah, for <laughs> but he's hilarious. And but she loved Ralphie May; she let us watch him. But like, uh, yeah, like it's always been like it's like this like little like forbidden fruit for me to watch stand up. So like, so like I, whenever I got a chance, yeah, it was like alcohol. <laughs> it was to so fun. Other yeah. kid, you had to yeah. sneak it. So it was like it was funny, but it's like even better because I'm not allowed to watch it. So like, like it always I always knew it was like my path to be a stand up because like the the first like comedy show I ever saw like live was like Jeff Dunham at the Kansas Coliseum and that was still oh thing. yeah yeah and I was like this is my my thing I want to do this like I wanted to be a ventriloquist at one point and, like when I was like eight there's like a video of me at like a school talent show like with a pig puppet doing ventriloquism that's fucking and, hilarious yeah and like and then I got a little older and I was like no stamps my my path like like I'm always been like really funny and stuff like that and I was like um so like I've always like trying to uh, so like I knew this was gonna be on my path, and like yeah, and like um, how I kind of got into it was like I was just like uh, I was kind of going through like this really bad relationship. I was kind of talking about it earlier too. Um, it, like I knew it was gonna end like three months, like probably six months before, because we got in this huge fight and everything like that. And I was like, we're not coming back from this. We're just gonna ride it out until yeah. we're playing relationship checking to see who breaks up with who first. You gotta run that bitch all the time because I don't think either one of us wanted to do it, and. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to follow my dream because you obviously can't. Because, like, we had a lot to fight. So, like, she didn't have a job. And she, yeah. she would get mad at me for working. And I was like, fuck you. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, it's truly, that's literally how it is, though. I, um, and I like to say this, and I'm sure you're the exact same way, but I've, I'm a little more experienced in this. So I know how to watch myself a little more. But um, I'm not talking shit about this, my ex or my past relationships in any in any way, shape, or form. But this is real life. This happened. So, as as you can take it as talking shit, or I can say it's just the truth and it happened. Yeah. But that's exactly how my prior relationship, or I guess two relationships ago, um, she the the main thing was, and I think she was already out of the relationship. So I'll yeah. give I'll give that to her. But her biggest thing was. You have these huge dreams, and you have dreams of moving to L.A., moving to New York, yeah. traveling on the constant, being on the road all the time, and I do not want that. I want to yeah. stay in, in a town like Great Bend. I want to live that small town life, and I was like, okay, then obviously you're, you're not supporting my career. Yeah. So what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. The, the thing I don't get about, like, small town life, and I've, I've obviously only lived in Wichita, so I, could, I wouldn't know, but it's like, you can't even have, like, a normal job. Mm. Like, if you work at a bank, like, you can't rise up into the bank world, like, like you're only gonna fucking live in um, Great Bend and work at yeah. the bank and work as a, like a glorified cashier. So like I don't I don't get the point. Like Wichita is like perfect for like everything. Like I think it's, just, it's yeah. a small big town. Like, That's what yeah, I like yeah. to describe it as. Yeah. It's but, it's big enough yeah. to be considered bigger than Cleveland. Yeah. But it doesn't have that huge city feel. Yeah. Because it's really not that big of a city. Yeah, I wish we could get another comedy club. Though. That'd be. I that would be great because what are we working with two right now? Not even two. Kind of. Like, we have one is more of a music club that does comedy once a week. Yeah, honestly, so, we have. Oh my god, my nose is bleeding. Yeah. Oh my bad. Hold up, hold up. Uh, but yeah, no, like I'll say, bar. I mean, I'll talk good about barley corns literally yeah. every fucking day of my life because how because that's literally my home every Thursday, but <laughs> our home, you know. But it's it's just like I, we need somewhere else. You know, we need yeah. another avenue. We need another like. 
Another comic club would be fine, would be great, would be ideal, but I mean, Looney Bin. Yeah. Barely. I don't you think know? we'll get one in the next five years. I don't think so either. Yeah. I hope we'll I don't stick around for the then. next five years, but. Yeah. <laughs> but I know what you're saying, dude. Um, no, and like a small town is just. I hate, and I've, I've been speaking about this a lot lately, actually. I I want to be those guys where it's like, I love my hometown, you know. Yeah. I'll be repping the 620. I'll be repping, yeah. you know, the Panther yeah. Pride, but I don't. I fucking absolutely hate that town. It's a black hole of the town. Oh, yeah. It's a black fucking hole of town. And I wish I could be like, Panther Pride, fucking I bleed red. Well, literally, you know, and, <laughs> and be like, you know, and be like that, you know, like rep my high school and whatever but it's like no fuck that town it's a black hole i'd rather yeah. be like i'll be rather i'd rather be rapping wichita yeah. you know but i don't know what you're saying yeah like like i kind of grew up in like the Hazelbury, area but i'm, I'm a wichita guy yeah. but like everyone that like like i i don't want to say like garrett for example but like garrett was like he's lived in Hazelville his entire life it's like you don't know anything else but yeah than, like going to the mall in like wichita it's like the coolest thing you can do it's like like, why do you want to live in Hazelwood? Like, you're literally like a big town right next Probably to Probably cheaper. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I just don't, I just don't get like the people that want to like live that kind of life. I'm the yeah. biggest uh, yeah. supporter of, Jesus, my nose is hella bleeding. All right. Sorry about that. My nose was hella bleeding because <laughs> I just got this nose piercing in. So it's, for one, I got, I re-pierced my nose. So it's over for you fuck boys. But, um, <laughs> I started bleeding for some reason. But anyways, yeah, I'm a strong believer in, um, even if you're from a big town, because I know people from here say it, that they hate Wichita or whatever, you have to leave your hometown yeah. to really grow as a human being, to grow as a person, to grow as an adult. Because I know a lot of kids, or I, say, I call myself a kid, but I know a lot of people my age from Great Bend where it's it's night and day from me to them. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, man. You you got to leave your hometown because... I see now on you know, on their Twitters, on their Facebooks, on their Instagrams and Snapchats of like how unhappy happy they are. But it's like, yeah. what are you doing to fix that? Absolutely nothing. Look where you're still at. Yeah. You wouldn't have complained and bitch and cry and moan about your hometown, but yet look where you're at. You haven't moved. You're not making any moves. Yeah. That's where I, you know, that's my problem with people, to, you know, who are stuck in where they grew up. It's like, bro, your your mind's literally the size of a pea because you yeah. don't know any better. Yeah. And every, everyone that's like. Well, like fuck Wichita or like fuck my hometown. It's like you work at fucking McDonald's. Like of exactly. course you hate it. Yeah. You hate your fucking life. You don't hate your town. Like yeah, Wichita's great. You just suck. Like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And then when people say I hate yeah. Wichita, and I'm like, you, I for me, I love Wichita because I've came from a town of fifteen thousand yeah. to a town of three hundred fifteen thousand. Yeah. It's like, um, you know, it's literally night and day. But it was just like I needed this to grow as a human being. Because I'll have conversations with my mom, and she'd be like, I can genuinely tell you're happy now. And yeah. I've this is. I've said this in many episodes before. This isn't nothing new. Like I've had, like I've had struggles with depression and stuff like that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And it was just a point of like, it's like I left my hometown. I started making moves to establish my career, establish me as a human, and it's it's the biggest change of my life. Yeah. Moving here has been people from here want to hate it, but they're also working at McDonald's. You yeah. know, they're all like it was the it was the greatest decision professionally and personally I've yeah. ever made in my entire life. Because I'm growing as a person, and I'm also growing as a fucking stand-up comedian, and that's all I could. That's what moving to Wichita was about. Yeah. And I'm not spending the rest of my life here. Yeah. You know, I'll spend the next year, year and a half here yeah. to establish and to get my. Yeah, you're moving. Thirty in minutes. Like, what October? Yeah, my lease is up in October. Yeah. So that's when I'm planning on moving. But obviously, with how the past, I don't know, like month, two months has been. Yeah. You know, career-wise, comedy-wise, I don't know where my next move is. Yeah. I want to say Kansas City. 
you know, because like the yeah. next step that's up. What, that's what I'm thinking too. Because I know Derek's moving there too, so it'd be cool yeah. to you know know people. Yeah. Wichita right Comics bat. taking over fucking yeah. Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> but then I've heard which you know comics from over there saying like, oh, it's not that good. Yeah. Where it's like, hey, my dude, it's better than Wichita. I I haven't heard of like any Wichita comics like moving and like coming and like telling the tale except for like a. Um, there's a guy I, I wasn't really like friends with him before he moved but like his name's like Rob Willem and uh, he moved to New York and I've been kind of following his like Facebook and stuff mm-hmm. just kind of watching him grow as like a comic and stuff so it's kind of fun to fun to see that but like no one I really know has like moved in, or like come back oh like Chris Ma- Chris Maslin did but I don't think I don't think he met him he doesn't really come around anymore mm-hmm. but uh, he moved to Seattle and LA and kind of failed at it so he had to move back and yeah yeah but. I think cause that's such a big jump. Yeah. I don't think some people are doing it right. Not that there is a way. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, mm-hmm. follow, I have the blueprint, but I'm also not mm-hmm. going from Wichita to LA. I yeah. want to move from Wichita to Kansas City because that's literally the next step up. Yeah. And then from there, move on to something else, you know? I've heard uh, Chicago's good right after Kansas City, go to like Chicago. Yeah, that's literally what I was just thinking. Yeah. Like as I was, speaking or even that. even New York would be good after that. Yeah, you get enough material to go from like because like Kansas City, you can grow material real quick. I want to leave yeah. Wichita with thirty minutes. Yeah. So by the time I leave, so when I get to Kansas City, I can work on my hour, work yeah. on my forty-five, work on my hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I mean, moving here, I had nothing. I had some shitty ass jokes. That I told my friends that they what, thought it was. Funny. What was like the first joke that really worked for you? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. Really worked for me? I know it's mine. I want to share it, so I thought I'd ask you first. Um, <laughs> it wasn't really a joke. It was like the thing I... Remember when I used to hit on girls? Yeah. That. Yeah, like the crowd work kind of the thing. The crowd work, yeah. yeah. That was my thing. And when I realized like, oh, I have this fuckboy persona on stage. Yeah. And that's why I've grabbed it by the fucking nutsack and been sucking it off ever since. Yeah. You know? That's why I go on stage and call myself a fuckboy because like, I'm pointing out the mm-hmm. obvious here. And I think that was the first, yeah. you know, thing that people saw or laughed. My, mine was, like, the facts jokes, like, I've been telling mm-hmm. a lot lately. But, like, the first joke I ever wrote was, like, a, did you know that strippers in Ohio can't touch their customers unless they're relatives? Yeah. That just brings a whole meaning to call me daddy. And it's just, like, it's not a very good joke. I think anybody could write that joke. Yeah. But I was, like, I wrote it, and I fucking told it first. So, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like it worked and it got a huge laugh my, my first time and I just kept doing it and I, I think I did it for like I think a, six months ago I stopped telling that joke so yeah it was in every set I did until six months ago no yeah I think the fuckboy thing was and that ruined relationships oh yeah it tends to do that it tends to do that which I think yeah. is ridiculous because that's not me I, I think just everybody our age not just men and women like everybody our age is stupid so like um, so like you see like a like you go on stage and just hit on random chicks, like you, and then you bring chicks to the thing. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I think thing. that's your problem. If you just like take them to dinner or something like that, it'd be I fine. think that's hilarious. <laughs> no, but here's the thing, though. I will warn, like the girl that I've I've, I've been seeing now, um, dude. I've I'm almost name dropped her like five times. But the girl that I've been seeing now, her name is Brittany McGee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. Could you imagine? That's not her name, by the way. Um, if she hears that joke, I'm gonna be fucking dead. It's because no. The reason I don't say her name is because I got some fucking savages out there like foaming at the mouth to like look her up. And I know I got some people like listening to be like, "Oh, this is her," and like you know. <laughs> and I don't want to blast her like because I've already talked some shit about her, but. You know, like, I told her ahead of time, like, before we really, like, truly, like, talking, talking, or, like, making anything happen, I was like, listen, this is what I do on stage. And, I mean, I don't do so much anymore, 
but if I see, like, I will do it. And she's like, okay. And I was like, and you have no problem with that? And then as through time, like, we literally talked about it this past weekend. I was like, because we talked about the finals, and the finals, I, literally the first thing I said was, I pointed out a group of girls, and I was like, what's up, you all single? And I was like, you know, yeah. talking shit to them. And I was like, did that bother you in any way? She's like, Eric, who are you on top of at the end of the night? And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, I was like, you was a bad bitch. There, there, was, a, there was this one, the, the feature last uh, week at the Looney Bin, his name was uh, Mike Eshack. And uh, like the first, I watched both his sets, both both shows on Saturday, and uh, both times he came up and he was just like, Tinder day? And he was right both times. That's <laughs> it was so like funny. the funniest shit ever. And then like the second time, the guy was like, they were probably like, uh, it's like thirty, they both were like thirty-five, and they got super offended because it wasn't a Tinder date, but they met on Facebook dating. I was like, he's, oh, kind of, he's ninety percent right. Yeah, he's like, the they're so shit. mad. He's like, they're like, you're ninety-nine percent wrong. And I was like, no, he's ninety-nine percent right. He just got the, he's thing got the, wrong. the brand wrong. <laughs> no, man, but it's and I get like the whole like me taking chicks there. It's it's just insecureness, really. Like, how confident are you? Yeah. If that bothers you, then obviously I don't want you around. See, like, lately I've been, like, inviting girls to, like, uh, barley corns. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like, if they come, I have to do best material because it's, like, the first time I meet them. So, like, I tell them, like, yo, <laughs> that's what any sucks. expectation, I get it. It's like, you think I'm, stand- like, I'm a stand-up comedian and I'm funny. Any expectation, throw them out the window. Because yeah. I, can't, I can't promise you I'm going to be funny. Because at, it's just a crowd kind of sucks. Yeah, at barley corns. But, like, at Looney Bin, I was like, watch this shit. And yeah. I just go up and kill. And, at uh, Looney Bin, that's when it's like, yeah. no, that's when you want to go to really impress them. Yeah, cause yeah, barley corns does seem like a little, like I, I just you can't take someone there to impress them. Yeah, you gotta yeah. take them there like to like if they've known you for a little bit. It's great when like everybody's there, like even like the yeah. the Wichita comics aren't, aren't really doing it right now. Like it's great when we're all there, but like now it's like half of everybody and like somebody brings like three people and that's your audience and then you have the comics. So I'm like lately I've just been performing for the comics and like trying. That's to all you really can line. do. Yeah, so. That was my biggest thing because it, I remember we had a loony bin and then the barley corns the next day and I was like I could say the same shit you guys heard last night yeah or I can just try to do something stupid <laughs> and then I did something stupid I did that I think that week I did that exact same thing and mm-hmm. I was like thank you to the and the, like one guy heard it so I was just like I'm judging my jokes off this one dude yeah <laughs> that's not how you are supposed to do it I've started like, realizing the one if guy that came <laughs> if it's like they're all they're all mostly comics but if I see like more than five people that aren't comics I'd be like alright well I'm gonna do some of the normal jokes to make them laugh and then I'm gonna start doing new shit or like talk shit with the other comics just so I can get them to laugh too yeah cause uh, yeah I don't know where I was going (laughs) no I fucking man I love barley corns yeah what was the first bar you did uh, comedy first bar it was this bar it's no longer there anymore it's called Tiny's in Mulvane and, uh, Don't talk to Eric. They're gonna fucking say fuck Mulvane. Oh yeah, because um, that was the um, that was the one. Because um, I started when I was nineteen and nineteen, about to turn twenty, and like I thought like I couldn't get into a lot of these places. So uh-huh. like, the Looney Bin and uh, Tiny's would do one every like two weeks or something like that. So I was like that would be the only place I could go. And then like uh, Corey Smith was like. You know, if you just don't talk to the bartender, you could probably go into Barleycorns yeah. and hang out. And I was like, okay, cool. That's why. That's why I feel bad for that Jacob Tanner guy that keeps like showing up. Bro, I need like, to yeah. talk to that kid. If <laughs> I, he does it right, you can literally just stay in there. I, I did already. Like the last time I saw him, but I didn't see him since. I said because he got kicked out like uh, the week before I talked to him, and I was like, I can't really go out there and tell him what to do now. 
So uh, I waited a week and I talked to him. I was like, wait two weeks, then come to uh, Barrier Corns and just don't talk to the bar- bartender or anything like that. Keep don't your even, mask don't on. Even, don't even ask for water. Yeah, keep your mask on, shit like that. And uh, yeah, so because like I, I kind of learned really good like how to, how to sneak into bars because that's the only way I could go to stand up. So. Yeah, yeah. It's not that hard, yeah. especially with like I've walked in with the with the with a friend that wasn't 21. Oh, yeah, I remember And we that. were cool. <laughs> like, it was fine. Yeah. And it's like, dude, just stick with one of us. Mm-hmm. And you're fine. You're mm-hmm. perfectly fine. She's not going to give a fuck. Yes. You know, when that bartender kicked him out, I was like, I literally snuck in here every week for a year. And you guys didn't say shit. You could yeah. probably let him be in here. And, and it's not like he's, he's not drinking. 20, All he wants to do. Serve him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to drink. He wants to do comedy. His five yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. Or if anything, be like, yo, let him be first. Let him be his five yeah. minutes in. And then one of us can go out there and talk and talk to him, you know, at, tell him what he, or give him some advice, and then he can take a hike and go home. Yeah, I, I went up there one time just because it got to be like the point where it was, it was just like, I'm doing this so good, I'm going to do this. So I went up there, and my first joke was, so I turned 20 years old this year, beat teenage pregnancy. <laughs> and everybody just laughed, and then the bartender was like, okay. No way. <laughs> I was like, I literally said I'm underage, you're going to let me keep going. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. And, uh, Eli said like six months. I kept doing that for six months just to fuck with him. And uh, uh, then Eli was like, you better be glad that this one other bartender that doesn't work anymore doesn't work here because he would cut your mic. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, because he's an asshole. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> nah, man. It's, it's a trip. God, I feel sorry. That kid could... I don't know if he can be good, but he can do better than Everybody what he's doing. Everybody can be good if you work at it, but like if mm, you don't work yeah. at it, yeah. Like I'm trying to think because he was so like stage, like he was just so rehearsed. Yeah, and then he read off his phone, which I don't like at all. I don't like that. Derek does that, and I don't really like it that much. Yeah, Derek he he kind of he he addresses it. It's like leave it on the. Uh, I I just want to like tell him like leave it on the stool, and just look at it if you need to. Yeah, that's what or, I like. Do. Write it down like I do. Because, like, I can't remember everything out in order. I, I know the jokes. I just, uh, so I write a set list and just... That's what I do. Yeah. I should so. remember the title, then I have the whole joke in my head. Yeah. But it's just like, I forget the fucking title. And so then I'm like, I then I'm searching for something. But so that's what, what I mean. That's is, I'll write a joke, and this is a knock-knock joke, so I just wrote it here. Or, like, this one. Yeah. So, like, I read the title, and then I'll write the joke. That's what I mean. That's what I, that's what I do. I just write yeah. the title name and then yeah. that's my set list so I know that's my order. And I know how, you know, usually how long each thing takes so I can like switch around if I have to or I can, or I know we're squeezing some crowd work if I need it. But yeah, I just hate when people read off their phones. Oh yeah. I don't like it ever, ever. I think it's cheating. Not I that th- I'm doing anything better but you're literally reading word for word off your phone like like I've been telling that story lately and I've been bringing the whole story up because yeah. I cannot fucking remember that whole story like lately I'll, I'll have it memorized in a couple of weeks but I just cannot fucking yeah. memorize it so I've been bringing that up and like like I have it memorized just I don't have like everything done so I have like a highlighted list of like everything mm-hmm. every point so like yeah so yeah, just like the phone, the phone makes me mad when you read off of it. Like, if it's your first time, I, I think it's okay because you're tr- still trying to build this confidence. But like every time, it's annoying. 
Like, I, I, like that, like I can't talk shit because I have my phone up there, but I only need it yeah. for the for the list. That's mm-hmm. all I need it, just so I can read the title yeah. and I'm good. See, I but don't mind that. Be up there reading it, if like you don't word for word. Address it in, in or yeah. like have it like this close to your face. And I just realized it's audio, so you can't really see how far yeah. it is to my face. <laughs> Two inches from your face. Yeah. So. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah. I don't know. It is what it is, though. It's not my problem. Yeah. But. Um, that, that was my problem when I started. was like, I didn't want to look at the phone, but I had every joke written word for word on it. So I had to keep scrolling. Oh, It took forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'll fucking do it, too. No, I. Oh. It eats your time up. Yeah, because you're reading. You're sitting there yeah. reading your joke. I never, I never did. I've never read a like thing word for word on my, on my, uh, on my sets. Literally ever. Yeah. I've just kind of wrote the title and then went with it. Yeah, I I always like uh like a barley coins. Like if I'm doing like a new material set where it's like ninety percent new material, I'll take oh. this up there and I'll just like I'll just like call jokes as I scroll through them in the book and just kind of screw around. Yeah, and, makes sense. Yeah. So what um what is your like overall like goal? What's your what's your uh, mission? I want to have a one hour stand up special. And what do you name it? I don't know yet. I I liked fun facts for a while, like because I was writing so many of those like yeah. jokes. I like fun facts with Shane Lahari. That'd be the name of the special. But I feel like that'd be like people would be like, oh, this is like a show. Yeah, so that's not really like the best title. <laughs> what uh, where would you want to have your special? I want to do it at the Orpheum. That'd be kind of cool. Across the street. Because no one's ever done it at the Orpheum. A block away. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, huh? Well, I mean, why would it? No comedian's really from here. There there was another guy. I can't remember his name. He did one in Kansas City, and that's the first time I ever heard of somebody doing it in Kansas City. Really? Yeah. Like at the comedy club of Kansas City. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jeremiah Watkins, that's his name. The special comes out in like a week. But, uh, yeah. I'm... I thought that was cool, because that's a place I've been to. And Yeah. Yeah. I've never even been here to the... To the what's it called Orpheum? Orpheum, yeah. yeah. I've never even been in there. I've been in there once. Is it big? Um, not really. How many seats like, do you think? Fifteen hundred. Oh, that's not bad. I never even went there for a show. My cousin used to. They they have a church service in there every Sunday. Oh, uh, my cousin used to go to that one. Chris Leo was there. When? when? Uh, before he got canceled. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think last year. Chris Leo came to Wichita. Yeah. I think I would have heard about. I would know. Yeah, he came. Yeah. And then uh, I was going to come, but something came up that day. Or something happened that day where I was like, I just couldn't make it. I remember Tom Segura came a year and a half ago, maybe. And I was so mad because I was like, I don't know why I didn't buy tickets to this. Where was it? It was at the Orpheum. Yeah. And, um, uh, and like, I don't know why. I was like, I was like so new I couldn't miss an open mic. And it was on the day of like a tiny's mic. Uh, and no yeah. one showed up the tiny's mic. And it made me so mad. Because I was like, I could have saw Tom Skirt. And I was like, I still could have went and saw Tom Skirt. <laughs> For real. You could have just done your five minutes and left. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Kiwan said. Or could have just never went to tiny's. Like, uh, yeah. That, yeah. That's what Kiwan said when Kevin Hart came. He's like, I did my show and then went to see Kevin. Oh, yeah. And it was like, it was literally, it worked out perfectly. Yeah. I was like, dad, damn, damn, that's like, that's literally perfect. Yeah. Um, I had tickets to go see uh, Burt Kreischer. And every time I've tried to go see Burt Kreischer, it's been canceled because of COVID. And then, like, I tried to go to his fucking drive-in show. That got canceled, like, because of lightning and stuff. So, oh, like, fuck. every time I try to go see Burt, it always... Did you at least get your money back? What? Did you get your money back? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's so Yeah, like, we saw, like, his two openers, and then they were, they were like, oh, the lightning's too Who bad. Who was the openers? Um... 
Steve Fury and somebody else, Dave Williamson, I think. He, I was on a, he was a, he was on a podcast I was listening to, and he's like, no, for these driving shows, I try to do like their openers. I try to do somebody local. He's like, yes, yeah, so just shoot me an email and I'll think about it. I'm like, God damn, really? He said he wants to reschedule the Wichita one. Really? So yeah, that'd be dope. I want to go see him. Yeah, I worked that day. I think that's why I didn't go. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really. It was fun to go to though. I got to take a picture with him and everything. I saw he was in the bus. Yeah. yeah. That that's yeah. Like that's I like that. That's all I, my thing. I had this whole like like thing to say to him. Like it was like when I was gonna go to the theater show, I was gonna pay the because he said on one of his podcasts like if you um, put fifty dollars in the raffle for the meet and greet, we just draw. We just take your ticket and just set it aside and we'll automatically just draw your name so i was gonna do that and just uh get into his meet and greet because i had this whole story about how like he did a podcast with brian regan and they talked about their first times doing stand-up and that gave me the confidence to go do stand-up so i was like i wouldn't be doing stand-up if it wasn't for that podcast yeah so i was just like i had this whole story plan and then i got this close to him and there's a bus window and i can't he can't hear me at all <laughs> i was like god, god damn it damn. <laughs> yeah of course huh yeah <laughs> no nah, man. So who's who's your favorite comic? Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Or um, or like just like nostalgia wise, like Iglesias, Gabriel Iglesias, and yeah. um, that dude was just God. He was doing it for so long. Yeah, and then he hit out of nowhere, <laughs> and boy did he fucking hit. Well, he he was doing such like he he was going around to clubs all around the country yeah. and just killing it, and like. He did the last comic standing, and, like, every comic in the world was just like, why are you doing this? Because, like, you're already good. We all know you're good. But, like... He wanted to prove it. Yeah, yeah. he just wanted to prove it, and, like, he could have won the whole thing. But he cheated. But, he yeah, he, 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 yeah, he, he had his phone, phone, and, like, they caught him with the phone, and they disqualified him. So, like, that's how he got huge. It's just, like, that show was, like, at the peak, and he, yeah. he caught it right. It's like... Uh, yeah. He was one of those comedians, and it was like Kevin Hart, where like all the kids at school after watching that, that's all they ever fucking said. Oh yeah, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that and Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham too. Was Jeff, I like yeah. Jeff Dunham, and then he, it seemed like he was like releasing something every year. Yeah, and I was like, Jesus, my guy, slow down. He had a special come out last year, and then he just released another special. Like, yeah, two and ago. it feels like he was coming to Wichita yeah. like every other month. Yeah, and I was like, Good mm-hmm. Lord, my dude, you're doing too much. Yeah, and then you check his garage, and you're like, Oh, this is why you're doing this. The turnaround's great though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like a uh, British comics, like they they have to their turnaround has to be like so, uh, like every year, like January first, uh-huh. you have to have a new hour, because you tour like England or something like that. There's you can tour America for like eight years and not hit everywhere. That's true. But like um, over there, you can't do that. Yeah, British like England, it's like it's so small. You have to uh, like you hit one city, like you basically hit half the country. So you have to have a new hour. Like and then you have motherfuckers here who yeah. will release something once every three years. Yeah. God damn. Kevin Hart's been pretty good on that, though. I think he said he's re- trying to release once every two years. Oh, yeah. And then he released one last year and then one this year. But this one was for sure rushed, though. Yeah. The one in his house. Pretty good flex. Pretty well, good. I think probably half of it was just like a... Like stuff he's been working on, yeah. like everything about his kids and everything. But like when he's like, "I got the vid and all this crap," I was like, "Like you that had to call it." Yeah. yeah, it was funny the first time you said it because I'm like, I haven't heard someone call it the vid yet. Yeah. I've heard it called like Rona or something like that. It's, that's kind of funny. But it's like you took the Rona thing that everybody went and put Baby Yoda on and just said, yeah. "Like I'm gonna take the other part." <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. It was, I don't know. The, yeah, the turnaround here isn't really that great. Because in who else was big? Mulaney. Yeah, there's just a lot of guys who would do it once every other year. Yeah. Or whatever, and it's like, well, 
Mulaney, I thought he was really going to release a special this year. I was so like looking forward to it because I was like, it's going to be a huge surprise mm-hmm. if he does one. Because I looked at like the last time it was like three years ago. You know what's changed? It's because all these rappers, these like these rappers are releasing once every two three years, and the comics are like, oh, they're the same thing. Yeah, and they're like, but well, we got to stay on our own lane. There's a reason we don't get as much pussy as them. We got to keep releasing. <laughs> we got to keep releasing. We got to stay fucking hungry. Yeah, I think every two years is a good way to release special. But I also have never built an hour, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I got ten minutes, yeah. and that's it's yeah. a it's a tough ten minutes. I get ten if I really try. And <laughs> I did like when I went to Hayes this past weekend. I think I did twelve or thirteen minutes, and thankfully because it was such a good like good room that it was an easy. I literally did ten, and he's like, he pointed ten. And I went I'm like already, and he's like, yeah, and I was like, oh shit, well. What, how much did they say you should do? He said, uh, you got, th- well, the plan was always 10. And he's like, I kind of want to keep it strict because we're on a kind of time restraints. Yeah. Well, when we got there, everybody's like so drunk and so loose. And like the main dude who booked us was like, dude, dude he's like, dude, you can do, you guys can be up there for three hours if you want. If you're funny, yeah. you're funny. That's what it is. Yeah. And then so Tony was like, uh, you, he's like, you can do 10, you can do 15, you can do 20. Yeah. Because the feature had to go home a little early. Yeah. And so he's like, yo, if you don't want to do your full 20, Eric will pick up the whatever you can't do. And I was like, well, who, who, let, me, <laughs> let me speak for myself. <laughs> and I was like, I got 10 minutes. And I was like, I'll push those 10 minutes. Well, I ended up doing like 12, 13. And I was like, that was, and it was a good, it was a really good. I mean, I got, like, I lost them for like a, yeah. a second, but I brought them back. Because like I said, I was trying to, you know, get, uh, you know, prolong it, make it a little longer. But yeah, I brought them back. And then the feature, yeah. he, he was he was good. He was good. I, I think the weirdest set I've ever had is like, um, it was like the last time I hosted the Looney Band. It was like the Late Show Friday, and um, I just killed for five minutes straight. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Fuck you, we hate you now." And then <laughs> the next five minutes We're was tough. just yeah, it was tough. And like it was like, um, like I I think it was like no one in that room had ever been on a dating app or anything like that oh, before. Yeah. And I started doing that material, and it was like I can't. It really, just, no one no one could have related to it like. That's what my problem was, like going to Hayes was like, I don't know my crowd going in, and I don't have a lot of material, so yeah. it's like if they don't know fuck boy jokes, or they don't know about yeah. you know all this, and I'm fucked, and it's gonna be a long ten minutes. Well, thankfully they're all like in their late twenties, early thirties, yeah. so it's like oh, bro, I'm way good. That's the hard thing about talking about one thing, like uh, like like uh, Dan was talking about how uh, he did a show at a country club one time, yeah, and I, I happened to be there. It was before I even met Dan. I was working at that country club and I have to watch the show and uh, Travis was on there and he was talking about smoking weed in front of probably 50 year old white dudes that yeah. are totally against smoking weed and I was like if you talk about one topic you're gonna bomb especially no guys like that, that like, they topic. should have yeah. more material to, and they yeah. should know better be like let's yeah. not talk about pot yeah <laughs> <laughs> or have one pot joke see how the water go, test the waters and be yeah. like okay you throw a couple feelers in there. let's talk about pussy because everybody half the people in this room have one like yeah <laughs> and that's what yeah that's what that's what's been kind of motivating me to after this contest I've been like trying new stuff trying oh, to make yeah. new jokes it's like I know that this stuff works and if I have to pull it out of my back pocket I absolutely can but now it's time to keep working so I can have this 30 minutes yeah you know or so I can get the next five minutes because I got ten easy. That, now I got to work on the number like fifteen. I got to add five more minutes. That's my rule every year for the contest. Like, as soon as you're eliminated, keep doing new shit. Like, yep. don't do your old shit for a while. And um, so, like, like as soon as like that last qualifying round is done, I didn't make it through. I was just like, 
brand new shit like even like during it i was really writing a lot and um I, it's just good it's yeah. good for you that's how you expand that's how you get used to that's how you expand as a comic yeah. if you do your same fucking 10 minutes every fucking year every single time you get on stage it's like bro people are gonna get tired of you yeah, should we call out the people to do that? <laughs> I think I've done enough calling out. I think I'm yeah. done pissing too many yeah, people don't be a off already. Bag. Yeah, we're being a narcissistic tool bag on stage. You know what I mean? But it's like, and I, you just can't. You just got to do new stuff. I think, and it's easy enough for a hobbyist to be talking about oh, yeah. minor leaguers not yeah. being like. First of all, shut the fuck up. I'm not yeah. a hobbyist. I'm getting paid for this, so eat my dick. But I um, think he's more of a hobbyist than you are. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. who's do, who's been doing this? Who's been? I just, I just, I'm just fed up with a he, lot of he's, them. He's, I, I think he, he's he's one of those guys. Not to say who it is, but um, he's he's one of those guys. Like Wichita sucks. Like how we were talking about earlier. Earlier, like the people that like hate the town they're in. It's like no, you. You're just not doing fucking, anything. Like yeah, you work at Subway. And You're working a dead end job, yeah. bro. It's like I know you want to do this as a living, but like work at it and don't fucking quit like mm-hmm. yeah. don't quit every six months because something doesn't go yeah. your way that's I what get, i'm saying dude it's just and I, it's just and it's it's a lot of shit it's not my place to say but i've lived a pretty unfortunate life i've had some really bad events happening in my life it's just being mental strong yeah. hey bro life sucks sometimes mm-hmm. life sucks it's yeah. not cool sometimes yeah. it's not fun get through it and work through it yeah that's all you're gonna come out a better person don't give up in the middle of it yeah because then you're gonna be stuck there for the rest of your life and you're gonna blame everybody but the person in the mirror yeah like like my grandma had like um heart surgery like yesterday mm-hmm. Jesus and i was Christ. like yeah <laughs> and he's on a he's on a podcast folks i was it's called I was dedication. Trying, she was on a ventilator and i was like i'm gonna see if i can make her laugh and hurt her throat on i'm ventilator. dead yeah <laughs> So like I only got to see her for like two minutes yesterday, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, Grandma, you look good." <laughs> and she's like, "What the fuck did you just say?" <laughs> Jesus Christ! And I went and told my mom that. And my mom almost spit out water laughing. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, man. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and but just... like, like the thing like you were saying about like life's tough. I was like, I was like, like we we were kind of sad. We were like everybody in my family was just like, um, she could die, and I was like, okay, I think she she's gonna die, but I was like, if she die, like if something happens like real bad, I'm still gonna host Barley Coins on Thursday because that's the thing that's gonna make me feel better than yeah yeah <laughs> sometimes huh yeah <laughs> you just gotta yeah. motherfuckers really need to get used to seeing the glass half full not half yeah. empty yeah that will take mm-hmm. that will put you a long ways yeah. that's what I they just they just yeah. you're I don't know man. It's easy for me to say because I'm living my best life and I'm loving life and I'm not a fucking loser. I, w- so. I always go like the glass isn't like half full or like half empty. It's re fucking fillable. So yeah. like you should just figure out how to fill it up. Like, yeah. Yeah. Get off your ass yeah. and go fill <laughs> yeah, it up. Yeah. Yeah. The, you have tap free tap water. Go up and fi- yeah. fill it. Get up and fill it. You know, that's a good way to look at it. I've never really thought yeah. about that. It's just a matter of getting up and doing and it. And the key to success is going, why isn't the glass full? Like, yeah. Yeah. Go fill up that fucking glass. That's a Jim Jeffries bit, but yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good. That's a good. That's yeah, it's a, it's a good an analogy. I kind of want to get it, get that like framed up. Like, have you? Yeah. yeah. Have all my <laughs> finals reports. Yeah. I have that framed up. I can't tell if the bottom corner in black is bigs or not, but I think uh, that doesn't is. matter to me. I just yeah. kind of have it up there to remind me of 
Just to keep getting better. Oh, I got a new match. Ladies, let's, yeah, let's, Shane Lahari yeah, is single. Yeah. Tell us about yourself. Yeah. Tell us about your dating profile. Oh, hey. Here she, her name is Lucy. Jesus Christ, let's not right call her out. <laughs> <laughs> How's your dating life, Shane? Um, uh, Everybody seems to talk yeah. about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you, were, you, yeah, you were asking about this earlier. Yeah, the girl from Salina I was talking to. Uh, yeah, she's crazy. <laughs> Here's the thing about Salina. I know a couple yeah. of lot lizards from there. <laughs> so I think that's where you fucked up. See, like... Um, I can't remember. I think it was February. We were talking for a little bit, and I I thought I was like I was a real jerk in this moment because like we talked for probably a couple of hours. Yeah. And then I said like, oh, my favorite movie is The Avengers or something like that. And she's like, you know, I've never seen a superhero movie, and I just stopped talking to her. Yeah, you have I was to. so mad. <laughs> but you have seen Spider Man? Yeah. <laughs> you don't know who Tony Stark is? I don't know. I face. was like pissed off that day and I was like, I'm going to stop talking. Bro, no pussies. If you don't know, if there's not enough, like, there's no, no, yeah. no girl's pussy is good enough if you don't know Stark. <laughs> Tony Stark. And then, uh, so I was like super excited because, like, we matched on a hinge. And I was like, I, don't, I hope she doesn't remember the last time. Yeah. It was a couple months ago, but like, um, and then like um, so so like we we started like Snapchat and everything like that. Yeah. And then like she just gets drunk one night and sends me a picture of like her she uh of like her head with no hat on because like like when we were FaceTiming or something like that she had a hat on I couldn't see it and then she just sends Snapchats me a picture of her head and she pulls her hair out. And I was like, oh, you couldn't have mentioned so she's something bald. like that. Yeah. She was straight up bald. I wish I could have showed it to you. She kind of looked like a dude. Ooh, like, yeah. She's like a fucking thumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A thumb with arms. Like, have you seen the Fantastic Four movie from. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it was like 2004. She looked like the guy that played the thing. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. She, she, she was cute. Like, in her profile pictures and stuff, she looked cute. But she was she had wigs on and stuff. And I was like, oh, she dyes her hair a lot. Yeah. You know, she just has five different wigs. <laughs> Oh shit! That yeah. could have been hot, but it's the craziness that God does it. Yeah, huh? yeah. I was like, you can yeah, be you up can, front with this. Like, you can, you can. <laughs> we can wear different ra- wigs when we're getting freak yeah. nasty, but you gotta tell me you're crazy first. Yeah. Like, what, bitch? Why are you bald? Are you bald by choice? Or are you yeah. bald because you're crazy and you rip your hair out? Like, I, I was tell, I was telling you about this earlier, and I was like, a shaved head isn't that bad. Like, that means like I'm, I was crazy at one point, and I want to tell you. Yeah, as Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah. No, like, see, shave heads aren't yeah. my thing, but I I get where you're, I get where you're coming from. I see I was it. Like, I was like, there's a st- like a shaved head means like I have a story, like yeah, yeah being completely bald or or to have that much confidence in themselves, yeah, that they're like I don't yeah. need hair, like you know, I my ass is fat enough, like I, my tits are good, like I don't need yeah. hair, you know, the confidence is top tier. Me personally, not a fan, but you know, oof. Well. Shane Lahari, where can anybody find you? What's your Twitter? What's your Instagram? What's um, your Hinge, Tinder, Bumble uh, account? Names? Instagram is uh, at Shane Lahari, and I think on TikTok it's uh, at Shane Lahari Comedy or at Shane Lahari. I can't remember. Uh, but you can also find me um, every Thursday at uh, Barley Corns in Wichita. I host that every week. So uh, coming out to that. Uh, sign up, sorry. 
8 and then show starts at 8.30. We'll say this every single week and I'll shout Barley Corns out every single week because that is my comedy home. BC. Barley Corns, downtown Wichita. It's on Douglas. It's downtown. This fucking place, the drinks are pretty cheap too. Yeah. The fucking bartender. $3 PBRs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or even, I think it's like $3 for like a mixed drink too. Really? It's like three fifty or something like that. I've I don't know what it is. What it, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, the bartender is super dope. Uh, you come with us. If you are want to do comedy, but you're not 21, just slide in my DMs. We'll get you in there. Don't worry about it. But yes, yeah, I'll sign Barley Corn. Yeah, 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 I'm sitting next to the host. We'll fucking get you going. Yeah. <laughs> that shouldn't be a fucking reason why you don't do, or why you don't want to start your dream or, or, or yeah. a hobby or however you see comedy you know i give respect to anybody getting on stage yeah. because not everybody can do it but yes barley corns every thursday downtown wichita on douglas uh you guys can find me literally same fucking thing as always at eric zayas one e-r-i-c-k-z-a-y-a-s and make sure please 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 follow the show at what do you know about anything w-d-y-k-a-a i forgot uh, me and Derek Larson are starting a podcast, the Secret Handshake Podcast. We should be starting at the uh, beginning of the year. Beginning of the year, yeah. perfect. That's when we started. Secret January first, we released yeah. our first podcast. Cool. Yeah. I'm a huge supporter, and we'll shout them out. This secret, where's it? Secret Handshake. Secret Handshake. The yeah. Secret Handshake. We don't have a page up yet. Well, we'll keep shouting you guys out. I will. They'll be on here frequently. You know, Derek will be on here. I think soon. We're gonna yeah, talk when we about start it. the podcast up, we need to do one like me, you, and Derek. That'd be perfect. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Yeah, it'll be dope. Mm-hmm. I'm always down for a podcast. Uh, make sure you follow the show at What Do You Know About Anything. Uh, w D Y K A A on Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. Make sure you guys showing love, rating, subscribing, commenting, liking, following. It does a lot for me and for my people and for my guests. Obviously, all of us are entrepreneurs on ourselves raw comics raw artists in some point so if this show pops up we all pop up uh and shout out to a uh, former what do you know about anything guest an alumni carla de la torre she's uh she's the one that kind of helped me i did the spanish one spanish version of the podcast with her she uh got sponsored by mcdonald's oh sweet she she, she said the mcrib is back oh nice now the mcrib Are we do a spanish one after this kind of <laughs> i'm dead <laughs> The McRib uh, looks like shit. The McRib <laughs> yeah, looks like shit. Uh, now, McDonald's, I will say the McRib is the greatest thing on earth. Just pay me. Uh, every, every time I eat a McRib, I get diarrhea. Bro, I've never had a McRib. <laughs> the McRib looks like those nasty like school meals, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. And I didn't like those. So See, up until like 2009, school meals were the shit. Like, that is yeah. what it is. We'll, we'll, blame, we'll blame whoever was the blame for that. But, yep, make sure you guys follow Shane. Make sure you follow myself. And make sure you follow the show. You guys have a wonderful rest of your week, weekend. Have a good night. Enjoy. Tell your parents you love them or your guardian or your people around you. Tell your dog you love them. And make sure you make your dog follow the show as well. Until have a wonderful rest of your week. We'll see you Monday. (laughs)